while we set the round table, pour our libations. Let's kick it off by thanking our sponsors. Always support those who support you, you feel me? And with that being said, I'ma do you the best favor I can. That crack iPhone you got, my G, that ain't player. That ain't professional. And you too, young lady. That ain't cute. Holla at iRepair Mobile on the Instagram and iRepair Mobile NC for the Twitter. Make sure you use that Talk That Talk promo code. That's pound TTT. And while you at it, check out the latest and the freshest gear at antihype.us. And I ain't going to talk you to death. The round table is set. And I got my OG um, mogul in the making with this fashion life, this culture lifestyle that he bringing um, from Pittsburgh, but brought it to us by the way of Charlotte and all across the East Coast. The owner of the Whitaker Group, James Whitner, also owner of the social status uh, fashion boutique chain, and also in um, Atlanta. He got Amon Munier. I apologize if I butchered that. I think I did a hell of a job on it on that one. But it's so much game in this um this podcast, this interview. Um, definitely, if you ain't got your notepad out, you lost on this one. You feel me? And I'm gonna go ahead and get into it. Shout out to my OG James Whitner, the owner, and let's go ahead and get into it. You know what it is, you know what it ain't. It's your boy Flashe Ray. You know my name, you know my gang, and I'm doing what I usually do, talking that talk. I'm at a uh, nice little event right now with a, a, a honorable young man right now. Uh, definitely a, a OG I salute to every time. If I had a camera, you would definitely uh, see me do, do my hats off to it. Um, I'm, I'm with, with the OG and the owner of Social Status, James Whitner. What's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, did I pronounce that wrong? No, 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 okay, you got okay, it, yeah, okay, yeah, no, okay, you got okay. it, you got it, you got All it. Right, now, um, um, uh, you know, um, for the people that don't know and should know, because I mean, this talk that talk, you talking back right now. I appreciate yeah. you. This is a, again, this is an honor for me right now to, that you even on this uh, podcast doing this with me right now. But for the people that don't know and should know, you know, tell them a little bit about yourself, where uh, you're from. You know, again, repeat your name for the people that didn't hear that. James Whitner, uh, owner of uh, the Whitaker Group, Mumming Yeah, Social Status, APB, and Prosper. I've uh, been doing this for about 14 years now, and. Uh, just loving the pat, loving the culture, and uh, thank, blessed that the culture allows me to exist and to continue to move. I'm just blessed that opportunity. I feel that. I feel that. So, I mean, uh, for 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 the people that don't know what the Whitner Group is, what what what, what does that all consist of? The Whitaker Group is uh, Whitaker Group. I'm sorry. It, it started with social status, and then, uh, if you know our story, I decided to pursue luxury. I, I've always been uh, a guy that that that, that craved apparel so when I decided to go into luxury apparel I felt it was right to um, do something new so we we wanted to make sure we had an umbrella company that, that correctly represented everything we do from retail to design and um, just something that spoke against who we are and what we stand for I feel that I mean so um for the, again, for the people that don't know and should know, because it's a lot of questions that will be asked for this, with this podcast, because okay. this is a man of many hats, so a, a lot of questions <laughs> will be asked again, because it, it, it's, a, it's a lot of history for, for the people that don't know again and should know, because you should. If you don't know who James Whitner is, you definitely should, for real. Because, um, I mean, he, he from, from when I first moved to Charlotte in 2006, around about 2007 is when I met you. Yes. Um, you had a store, it was Flavor called Flavor Fa Factory. Flavor right? Factory Days. Uh, it was on South, but well, it was here first. It was on. It was it, South Boulevard first. It was at South Boulevard first? Yes. Okay. So yes. the location was on South Boulevard at first. 5640. It, right, right, for fl at Flavor yeah, Factory. Yes. And I, I met you then, my uh, father, because when I moved from Maryland, 
the South, this, the South swag wet and what we was on at the point in time. So yeah. my, my dad, he he uh he brought me with uh, Niche, Black Sheep, and then Slavery Factory. Yep. Niche and Black Sheep, they cool, but they wasn't, you know, that wasn't yeah. with the culture was really, it, they wasn't embodying what I what, what I was at the time. So Absolutely. you know, I went to Flavor Factory, met you at the point in time. It was the, the, the dopest and freshest gear in the city, man. I mean, yeah. they, I, I was going to school getting laced up. They didn't know what I was in. They asked me where I shop at. They asked me where I shop at. That's, that's all because of you. And you're, you're, again, you bring a luxury to the scene for the people man. that, you know, and I appreciate that. Man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's good to go down memory lane because a lot of people don't understand. Like, I think some people don't, some people think we just kind of popped out of nowhere. It's, it's really, it's funny that. That we've been doing this for since 2005 it's been a long 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 time this shit doesn't happen overnight Man. and like i said i'm blessed to have the opportunity to be here and make it work and you said since 2005 correct 2005 okay August so 20. You, you know um i, I want to like i said there's a lot of questions that will be asked because i yeah. want to get into the history of you as a man um so Bring us up to 2005. What brought you to Charlotte? Because I mean, you don't have that Southern slang accent when you when you talk that talk. So I mean, I know you ain't from here. And, and if I'm and correct me if I'm wrong, you're from Pittsburgh, right? Absolutely, born and raised. Okay, so man, you know, listen, coming where we come from, it's uh, it's 2003 or 2004, and I and um, I'm trying to make a decision about how my life is going to look. And um, everybody that I loved around me understood that I, I had something that I wanted to pursue and, and, and it was probably a lot of things back then coming from coming from a hard part of the projects and you know Pittsburgh it's a, it's a, it's, it's a black and white place and it's it's not a lot there for so I knew if if I needed to give myself a chance to exist and have a life for myself that I needed to try to do something positive and, and, and use what God gave me to be productive so I decided to to pack my bags and move to Charlotte and try to make this fashion thing happen right right like, you know you you from Baltimore and you understand how it's like at home. Oh yeah, oh it's, yeah. It's, it's trap and death. It's trap and death. It's, so it's trap or death. So it's trap, death or this. So I chose this. Right. And here I am. Yeah. And, and this has got you a lot of success. For Absolutely. Real. Kept Absolutely. you alive and, and Absolutely. you know got your family good. You can't complain right now. Man, listen, <laughs> man, I'm so blessed, blessed, ble beyond blessed. So let me ask you this. I mean, because you know, starting a business. I mean, I know you. You probably you know dibble and dabble with you know coming from where we come from. Yes. You know, you dibble and dabble yes. in the business of what we come from. Absolutely. You know what I mean. So you know, did you even you know take the educational route with you know going to college or anything like so, that? Because I mean, the, 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 to have a store to that, that that's a different business. I mean, it's yeah. all business. Absolutely. But it's it's, it's a, you know a level up and, and you so, rubbing elbows differently. So I think. I think I've always told people where we come from, and it's, it's, it's funny that if, if you go back to where we're from, the only real difference is the product changes, right? But, because right, the exactly. grind is the same, the passion mm -hmm. is the same, and I don't think if, if, you, if you've worked with me and you understand how I work and then you see where I come from, you understand why I work how I work. Right. Because for me, it's no different. The grind is absolutely the same. Like, it's this or nothing. So I give it my all every day. I come out and I come out and give it my all because if not, my other options, at least now today, I get I have a lot of other options. God willing, but coming into this, I had none. Mm -hmm. So I had to put my everything into it. So obviously, um, not obviously, but coming up, I was blessed enough to go to school. I got indicted in my junior senior year of college, uh, gave the feds a few years, and came home and finished college, and. After I came home, that's that's that was 2003, and that's when I decided that, you know, 
by 2004, I figured out that I needed to start doing something different, and I started trying to make a transition. Right. So, you know, so 2005, you come to Charlotte. You, you bring uh, the, the flavor with you, and then you start Flavor Factory. You know, what, what was the process of uh, getting, you know, being a young black gentleman trying to get a, a, a business, man? I mean, because I, I'm trying to do the same, and, and that's why I'm asking, and I know a lot of people that's going to listen is trying to do the same, as you know. It, I know I know it's hard, the trials and tribulation, and, doing, and then doing it the right way. Man, listen, the grind, I think the learning, the learning curve, because the key is is perspective, because... Where we come from, we have one hard perspective. So Flavor Factory was thought of in my bunk when I was doing my time. Like, like, obviously, I'd done, three, I'd done my three years of college. And in college, I learned and, and, through, and through the streets I have learned. So I was running a parallel. I, I, I lived the parallel path in the streets and in school, in the streets and in school. And then when I had to, when I had to do the time, I realized that, I needed to do something better, and that's where I kind of start thinking of Flavor Factory because, like you said, where we're from, you don't have the perspective of, like, at that time, I didn't have a perspective of fashion or I understood two things, luxury and hood. Right, There was no middle ground. Right, right. So over the last 14 years, what I've learned is the middle ground and all all of the steps that you need to take to, to level up. Yeah. I completely uh, feel, feel that. I mean, exactly what you said. Coming from where we come from, we only know those two avenues. You know, the hood and then the luxury, because we get shown that. Absolutely. So, you know what I mean. So that's what we desire. That's what we want. That's what we, you know, work, grind, and work hard to get. You know, so you bridge that gap where you know again you, you uh, took did your three years at school. You know, uh, you, in your bunk you thinking about Flavor Factory. So you make the move. You come to Charlotte, North Carolina, and and get in this building. I mean. What, what, what was the process again with, with, with getting the whole uh, the, the building? Because for the people that, that that don't know where the South Boulevard location was actually Man. at, that's in a <laughs> hell of a spot. Like right now, it, right now that spot is like booming right now with the luck, you know, with the building and gentrification. I should say. It was, it's crazy because. Can, can you pass me that uh, Moscato? Yeah, yeah my brother's thank my you, brother's standing you. to my left, and I never forget he got we got on a shout plane. Him out, shout him out. Yeah, my brother uh, Keith, my brother PK, as they call him at home. He got on the plane with me, and I told him, like, man, listen, I'm going to Charlotte, and I want to check out this building. And he said, bet, I'm going to go with you. So we went down, and we checked out the building, and I never forget, like, going in. I mean, honestly, I think I would have opened up anywhere. Right. I just wanted, I just, I just knew it was my time to try to pursue something different. So it was just literally about, I think the trade show back then was America's Mart. Like, I walked in America's Mart. Shout out to my man Hutch, Antoine Freeman. That's the first the first dude, first conversation, him and Anthony Blue. Shout out to Antoine Freeman. Yeah, and shout out to Hutch because without him, there's no me because for those first three years, that boy, he took me to school every night. Every night, every night after I would work the store and then I get home, I get my daughter to bed and I would call Hutch around 11 o'clock and I would go on a late shift from 11 to 3. And he would just school me, school me, school me on everything that I didn't know about retail fashion. Mm-hmm. And I don't think maybe back then he didn't understood he didn't understand how I am against against how I grind. But he gave me so much, and, and he helped build the foundation, which is it's just ironic because his company his company is called the Foundation. Wow! But he helped build the foundation for who I am today because that allowed me a he he helped me get my legs under me, and he helped get me. I don't, and I don't even think he just was given for the sake of giving because he was a brother given to a brother. Right. And I don't think, you know, like 
it, it, he wasn't doing it with the with the with the uh, ideologies. Uh, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm building that foundation. Yeah, for no, him. he you know, he he, he wanted nothing that. but to see a brother do the right thing, and for that's why I love him to death. Because once he helped me get my legs under me, and I learned how to walk. Once I learned how to walk, then it became a light jog, and then once I got my win. I can start to sprint, and then you know, after that, it just yeah. Cause you already, I mean, again, coming from where we come from, you already got the drive. The drive yes. is that that's literally bred into us. I mean, yes. coming from where we come from, and yes. then that let that little spark of that knowledge, yes. uh, uh, you know, coming from Hutch, yes. and and he didn't like how you like how you say he didn't even know what he was doing. No, he didn't even know what he was doing. Listen, he knew, he knew, I knew he knew he was built into me, and even to this day, like this is one of my best friends in the world to this day. It's even now, like he says it. He says it to it. He says it to this day. Like man, I'm just always. I'm always thankful for those for those times because I know. I know God gave me a mind, and and I know I got. And I know I got a work ethic. But I didn't know. I never imagined this. Right, I thought right. it could happen, but like now, 18 stores in in 12 years, it's like the shit's like I couldn't. I could have dreamed it. Man. I thought maybe potentially it could happen, Man. but I'm living it, and it's an amazing. It's amazing. You like, said 18 stores in. 18. Yeah, we gonna get into all of that. We got, we got, Man. we got 11 open now, and six to go this year. So wow. seven to go this year. I so. On the books is 18, so it's like it's crazy. It's man. It's, like I said, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. So you know, all right. Now you you, you gave me the, the the spark and the and the um. The, the, the kickstart to the the, mon the mental part of it. Um, so you know you getting in, you you getting with Flavor Factory. You know you doing your thing. And I know you had you know at, at, with all business deals and just life in general, you got trials and tribulations. Yes. You know. So well, let me let me ask you two questions. Just a, a two part question. Um, because I mean, uh, again, me shopping at Flavor Factory. I know and, and being in there, seeing Stephen Jackson walk in there, yeah. Kevin Walker. Shout out to Stephen Jackson. You know, Jackson. A, 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 yeah. you know a plethora of people, Anthony Hamilton, the yep. Clips. Like yep. I mean, yep. I can. Keep Keep naming. I mean, yeah. so you didn't had a lot of ups. You yeah. definitely had a lot of ups. Absolutely. So you know, what were those times that you know at Flavor Factory when you know it got it got hard for you? You know, when 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 you really knew that knew that you had to just keep going. You had to keep going. I mean, I think I think it's it's a lot. I guess I always I keep life in perspective at all times. So in keeping life in perspective, it would be cliche to say that this can never be as hard as where we come from. Mm -hmm. So that's my first thought. My first thought to everything is at, at a base level, you'd have been through it. So man up and, and, and start thinking, right? The toughest time would have probably been in 07, 08 because it was the only time where I was kind of by myself. Um, my best friend got killed in 06. Man. I think my little brother went in in 07 or 08. My older brother was in in 06. So the recession hit, and then you gotta, you gotta kind of like, you gotta feel your way out. You gotta try to fill your way into the business because if you think of everything that was happening in 06, it's uh, Visu, Red Monkey, it's it's that it's that world, right? right? Yeah, it's, it's it, more, it was. It's yeah. more of an urban world. But if you think of who we are today, with um, global street fashion, there was a transition that I needed to make. There was that Hutch was was helping making me aware of that. In traveling, like the second I got off a of paper in 2007, the first thing I the first thing I done was go to Tokyo. So I guess the short the short answer to the question was two things: it was the economic climate, mm -hmm. and it was my ability to turn a corner to really really immerse myself 
is street culture because I come from urban culture. Right. So, like, that's going to always be who I am. I'm from the projects. Right, right, right. That's very different than, like, and the project still is street culture, but if you look at street culture, how street culture shows up in Tokyo and street culture shows up in Paris, today... Yeah, it's more pop. It's more pop with the street in culture. In 2006, it was pop. Today, so? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But today is showing up as hood. So when I see it today, today everybody, like if you look at like, uh, like shout out to Ronnie, uh, he got Kif set. Where we, when we grew up, uh, where we from, uh, you know what your set is. Right. Right? Yeah, A yeah. set is... I know exactly. What we live and die is. by right, set, right? right? Like <laughs> it wasn't about it wasn't about goods. It was about our life. Yeah. I got friends that died for my set, mm -hmm. right? So, like it's it's me trying to understand street culture, right? And make sure that I understand street culture and how that lives in Paris and how that lives in Tokyo and how I need to make it show up in Charlotte to to get to market to embrace what I believe in, right? And at the same time, going through economic climate, there was just shit. Yeah, you just was getting it from both ends. You absolutely. Was it from both ends. So at that point is when you start trying to see the turn of social status. Because what happened was is uh, me and Pell, my homeboy Pell, uh, Pell NYC, shout out to Pell. We sat in my house and I told him like I want to do a new thing because if, if you're from Pittsburgh, it was like we Pittsburgh's a denim city. So I wanted to make jeans. I had this infatuation with making jeans. So I went to Japan in 07 came back in 08 and decided that I wanted to give social status jeans a go. We sat at my house and Pell helped me design a logo. The logo's a triangle. I got a, I got an economics minor. So in taking notes, if most of my most of my days, I send my days writing notes, but in, in notes, the triangle is change. And the infinity sign in the triangle is infinite change. Right. So we started the jean company and I started selling those jeans in Flavor Factory. And believe it or not, that's what pulled me out the hole. Wow. Like when social, when, when Flavor Factory was failing, I made jeans and I made jeans in Hong Kong, and came home and flipped a thousand pairs of jeans. And you know, I'm gonna come clean because I re I literally remember when you first put those. Because I mean, shout out to my big homie She. You know, uh, he was campaigning for them jeans so much and I would because I wanted PRPS that yes. was the, that was the yes. day I, I heard uh, Lil Wayne talk about it on the rap and I'm like and then I found out that it was uh, black owned too though yes I found out it was black shout owned. out to Don Juan right. yeah shout out to right. the homie Don Juan so, so yeah. uh, once I uh, found out about that they became my favorite jeans so around that time the social status jeans came in yep he said he's trying to get me get him I'm like nah man nah man nah man and to hear now to hear that they got man. you out the hole man listen man. we saw a thousand pairs of social status <laughs> jeans no bullshit wow so a thousand pairs of social status jeans and it, at that moment it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks we are selling at the time if you remember we're selling bbc now oh, right yeah. oh, this remember. is when bbc was 20 accounts yeah oh, and we've done and we've done the bbc and we had the ice cream freezer mm -hmm. we sell, we, and look you had the big uh, uh astronaut man right yes, by the freezer sir, yeah. yes sir yes sir and the, the freezer was look you okay you walk into social status and look it, it's, it's it's right behind the first shoe rack on your left hand side yes sir yeah i know i know exactly what you're talking yeah, about yeah so <laughs> we've done that and then it's not now i'm cooking like as, as emory would say shout out to big bro shout, shout out to emory so now i'm cooking real. right so now my mind's going, my mind's going, and I'm like, I need to get this social status shit to crack. Mm -hmm. But if you remember at that time, we had Nike, but we didn't have Nike. Niche was killing it with Nike at the time. They, they was getting the SBs. They, they was, was getting, getting the, uh, uh, Black uh, Sheep had the SBs and Bobby from Niche. Uh -huh. So 
And I could come clean now. <laughs> Bobby used to talk so much shit on us, right? And, you know, coming where we come from is a little different because when we compete... Oh, it's, 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 oh, a, it's a little bit more than man. just the game. It's a little <laughs> bit more than just the game. Yeah, I be, tell, yeah, I be telling cats, man. It ain't just a game when you man, compete listen, with me. Man, listen, don't, don't. I'm not, a, I'm not a, I'm a competitive person, but I don't compete. But when I compete, I'm a tough motherfucker to and, compete with. And that's with. probably why you don't compete. Yeah, you, that's it why just I don't. Get too, it gets yeah, too yeah, real yeah, for it. It gets too passionate. <laughs> and, you know, it's just different. So I'm gunning for him now. Mm -hmm. And I know my way, I know, I know a gateway for my success in making the transition with sneakers. Because... I already owned apparel. I boxed apparel in. I boxed apparel in prior to 07, 08. So by, by the time 08, 09, 2010 come, I owned apparel for the Southeast. There was nothing, there was nothing apparel that was that, that couldn't come through me. So I knew the only thing I needed at the time, at this point now, is I need sneakers. Mm -hmm. And then Kenny Moore shows up from Nike. Wow. Kenny Moore shows up from Nike. So talk that talk on that, that, that experience right there with Kenny Moore showing oh, up from man, Nike. Listen. Man. Never forget, I say to myself, uh, and I don't even say it often. I, I never forget. I remember saying to myself, and you know you have that man to God moment where you say to God, it's like, and I really need this to work. Like, because I'm, I'm at a crossroads right now, and I got Flavor Factory, and I feel like I'm at my turning point, and I want to do this new thing. But if this new thing don't work, I got to go do something else, right? So I go to go, I gotta go to John Pine. I never forget because I wanted to open social status. And I know Flavor Factory's at the end of the lease and I got the whole everything. I know how it looks. I done I, I done, I, I done built it out in my mind. I designed the store. I got the, the store, I got the layout done. It's built in my head. I already know how I gotta cook it. And fucking Nike tells me yes. Wow. They say yes, like go for it. I remember and the John's Pine the last words was, it's your money. Good luck. And the rest is fucking history, yo. So, you, uh, all right, all right, because uh, I, I can't, I can't, I can't let you skip over the the the. It's it's your money, you know. Do what you want with it, man. I, man, I can't let you skip listen, over that. I, I I ain't gonna let myself do that. Man, listen, my man Kenny Lee from Pittsburgh. He used to hit me like, so we down at Flavor Factory, and I might be, I, I, we doing okay. But my man Kenny Lee, he worked the villa, and he's like, bro, I'm telling you come home you gotta come home like you've been down there doing this shit for five years come home do something at home i'm like man home i come home it's the bullshit yeah, you know it's what i'm saying same old it's, a, it's, it's a different mm -hmm. life i gotta work i gotta i gotta start thinking about different things it was like man that ain't you no more just come home and focus on this so i got john pine like i want to open in pittsburgh and he said pittsburgh doesn't have fashion because it doesn't need fashion wow it maybe it doesn't exist for a reason. And, and I know that you don't compete a lot, but I know that competitive drive. Man, this is home. This is my home. This is right the there. city that made me. This is my home. So I would have went broke trying to make it work, right? Mm -hmm. And I put as you should. I when, did. When it's home, when it's I, put home. The, I put the nuts on the line. Seven, 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 seventeen Liberty Avenue was me putting my balls on the line. Mm. 
and ladies and gentlemen, he says 717 Liberty Avenue. That's the Pittsburgh location. That's the Pittsburgh Look, location. We, we, we didn't talk that talk about Flavor Factory on uh, South Boulevard. Uh, uh, from the time in between time, since he got the uh, location in Pittsburgh, he, he moved the... Uh, uh, that he just completely changed the name from Flavor Factory to Social Status. I mean, we we gonna skip her a little bit around on that because I mean the the the, the, the thicker everything is not, is yet to be gotten to right now. Yeah. But I mean, right now, I mean, you open up in Pittsburgh, you like how you say you put your nuts on the line for that location. Man, listen, I I, I never I never remember. I, I I mean, I never forget it. Um, I'm I'm everything about it, like the cubes that you see today. I'm so like even if you look at the cubes left, mm -hmm. I went home. And went to one of the one of the dudes I went to high school with and said, "Listen, I got this acrylic cube. I need to figure out how to make this motherfucker light up." And we sat in a room trying to figure out how to make a light up in Pittsburgh. Like, I, there, I learned about design by infatuating through every detail. It, it was the desperation of not failing, yo. Like in going into Pittsburgh in my mind because it's home, I couldn't fail. I, I, I at least if I was going to fail. I was going to take every you, everything, every, you, everything you, you you even had into yourself. You was going to go from your the, the, the tip of your hair to the, t the to the bottom of your man, toenails with it. I feel soup that. To nuts. Yeah, I feel I, that. I, I, no way. Like so. So ultimately, I never forget April. Uh, sometime in April, April eleventh, April eleventh, two thousand eleven. We open up uh, social status. Seven o'clock at night. To this day, we open every store at seven o'clock at night. For this reason, we open up at eleven, seven o'clock at night on April eleventh. We done twenty six, twenty seven thousand in two hours. After that, I was like, "Oh shit, let's get it." At seven o'clock <laughs> at night. Two days. I mean, two hours. Um, three three months later, I came back home. I, I changed the location. Uh, I, I retired the location. I retired Flavor and, and, Factory. Oh, yeah, and uh, on, on South Boulevard. In South Boulevard, because mm -hmm. at that point it was at 2041. We didn't talk about 5640 to 2041. Okay. But 2041 well, was where... Go ahead and get into it. So we, 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 we moved from 5640 to 2041. Look, we, uh, for, uh, since, since you knew to talk that talk, we're going to add an addendum to the convo. <laughs> yeah. The, look, because our lingo is eclectic <laughs> on this thing. You feel me? So we're going to add an addendum. We're going to go back to that. We, uh, yes, we, sir. we moved the location. You know, so uh, go ahead and continue going. I apologize for cutting you off. They're going to kill no. me for doing that. Oh, no. So we we, uh, we go from uh, 5640 to 2041 because, man, they used to break in 5640 like it was a candy store. Um, we moved from 5640 to 2041, and that's when I caught my groove on apparel. And so we went through the recession in 2041, and shout out to the landlord of 2041, and my landlord at 1519 Central Avenue because if it wasn't for them in the recession, we couldn't have made it through. But once uh, our lease expired at 2041, I decided to come back to 1519 because at some point we opened up a second Flavor Factory store. It was just kind of eh, like just calling a spade a spade. Like it was it was underfinanced. Knowing what I know now, it was underfinanced and it, it just, it, it, it wasn't, wasn't fit to work. It, it, it wasn't time yet. Mm -hmm. But I, I knew the location was perfect to come back with social status. So in October of 2011, we came back with social status. Boom. And that's when, at the same time we opened 717, that's when Kenny Moore shows his face from Nike. And the one thing that I love about Kenny Moore, Kerry Connors, Steve Riggins, uh, 
Keith Petty, like from the Nike side, and I got other relationships. This folks, is just one relationship. Do your this, Googles, folks. All the names. Do your Googles. At, at this time, those are the people that really fucking believed in me when nobody didn't. And, and, and at the time, like Nike, the, the business goes through ups and downs, right? And right now, Adidas is winning. Shout out to Jimmy. Shout out to everybody on the Adidas side. Shout out to Daniel. Shout out to Eric. Shout out to Maddie. Shout out to Dave. But at the time, Nike was Nike, right? And Kenny came in and seen what I'd done at 717 and told me to run. And I, I, never, I never forget the advice he told me at the time. He said, take care of your home, own your home, and then call me after that. So after that, I, if, you, if you remember, social status, think of how it grew. It's, it's April 2011, is downtown Pittsburgh. October 2011 is... Uh, is, um, was it the Greensboro or Raleigh? No, it's, this is this one. So okay, number two in 2011. Okay. 2012 hits. It's Greensboro. It's Greensboro in, um, in September 2011. Uh, 2012. Three weeks later, it's Raleigh. Think about okay, it. Like, okay. like, That's what made we me click. Oh, hold, right hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me back up. I'll give it to you even better. I messed them. up. It's downtown Pittsburgh in August of 2012. Greensboro in October of 2012 mm. and Raleigh in no November of 2012 back to back to back that's work like just working that's work and then I came up for air and was like oh shit like social status just was created and then went from zero to five and but that was because Kenny embraced what I believed in and what I stood for Followed by, like I think at the time it was Bill Compton and then Kerry Connor. Like they believed in what I, they believed in what I stood for from a corporate perspective, and I already had all the apparel sewed up. Uh, we was already doing Human Made. We was already doing Billionaires Boys Club. I had been traveling. I've been planting the seed for bait that we carry now. Back then, back when bait was kind of stale in the U.S. and nobody cared about it. Yeah, I yep. start traveling. People was telling, saying it was too much money. <laughs> exactly. I was traveling in Japan. Once I went in 07, I went back to, I went back to, I've been in Japan every year since 2007. And it's fucking 2000, whatever it is right wow. now, 2017. That's 10 so years. For the, for, That's so 10 for the last in. year, like, so when people think like this shit just happens, like, yo, it doesn't. Like, it's a lot of fucking planning and thinking. Like, I never knew, like, bait would come back like this it is today. But in my mind, like, it made sense. MCM came and went, right? But that's another one It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's just sitting around and thinking about what means something to the culture and what do you want, what do you want, what do you want your boutique to stand for, or in this case, my boutique to stand for and why? And how am I going to educate the how am I going to educate the consumer so they embrace it? And actually, before we go ahead and get into all of that, I think we need to take the time out to thank our sponsors. I know I have a lot of iPhone subscribers, and we tend to get careless with our hopes at times. But I'm here to let you know that iRepair Mobile can come to you on the spot. Just shoot a quick email to iRepairMobile55 at gmail.com or send a photo to the Instagram page at iRepairMobile. And when you do so, make sure you use that Talk That Talk promo code. That's pound TTT. And while you at it, get your latest fashion with anti-hype clothing, shop anti 
antihype.us. If you're looking for the flying exclusive, anti-hype is the way to go. And let's go ahead and get back into it, OG. Right. And educate them on luxury. Absolutely. Like you said, educate hey, them on luxury. Because it's it's obviously it starts obviously it starts with street obviously it starts with street culture, right? Because street culture is more digestible. If you see it, 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 in fast forward and out to 2017, what's happening now, you're starting to see true street culture come back again. Antisocial social club. Um, fucking, uh, what's Oliver's shit? Um, Brain Dead. Uh, what is Oliver's shit? He's going to kill me right now. It's, it's a ton of new street brands right now. Would you now. call G-Star a street brand? No. You wouldn't call it? No, okay, it's a European okay. fashion brand. Okay, They okay. made a play I mean, on the I'm U.S. New, I'm, look, you, you, you in the fashion world. Yeah. I'm, I just wear the shit. You know what I mean? You you <laughs> you, you get behind the nitty-gritty on it. I just wear it and look good with it, man. No, so, <laughs> like now. So, yeah, break it down for the it, people that don't know and should know. Because if you start looking at. If you start looking at, I'm a fan. I'm a fan Oliver's brand right now because it's bothering yeah, me. Yeah, and, and you, you, you already said he gonna kill you uh, when, yeah. when he listens. And we this. and we live, and he'll be here and, and, and see how I couldn't. No, it, it's gonna be cool. Look, uh, uh, Oliver, he gonna get to the nitty gritty. I mean, everything. but if you look at stuff like V Loan and Antisocial Social Club and fucking um, all the new street brands, it's just the culture rebelling again because the culture, the, the culture starts. Like everything else, right. everything starts on the corner. The kid lives on the corner. Culture starts on the corner. The corner is the culture. So street culture is mo most digestible at 40 bucks. That's how street culture started, right? It was $20 t-shirts. The kids can put their perspective on the t-shirt and other kids that felt the same way can buy it, right? And it's no different than the hoods we grew up in. And you know what I'm saying? We've always expressed like we've always had our sets on the t-shirt we've always so for, like i said the two urban culture and street culture they kind of run parallel and now today they finally merge and i think you've seen you've seen them merge even more through brands like uh off-white if you look at what uh virgil done with with uh with pyrex right remember pyrex vision yeah i remember pyrex and then they had, they, i remember saying push your t with pyrex on because you know where we from what right. pyrex mean right right right, right so right, right. so like I remember reading somewhere where he said he thought Pyrex Visionwear was uh, Pusha T raps to Michael Jordan, right? Pusha T raps is the trap. Michael Jordan's the culture, right? It's that, that was the marrying. That's the, uh, that's the marrying. So when you hear like now, when you hear Rav, shit, when we hear Rav take a shot at Virgil and like shout out to fucking Rav because he's God to fashion with, with no, no, no disrespect to mm -hmm. my religion, right? But Virgil's a new lane and a new wave, and he sees he sees the streets a way that some of these luxury guys can't. Just can't do it, yeah, just right? can't do it. But that's why Alma Minier exists, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm from the fucking corner. Right, and I was going to get into that because I seen 2 Chains do his uh, uh, exp most expensive shit. Was that at that store? Yes. Okay, yes. okay, in Atlanta though, correct? Yeah, yes. So, okay, yeah, so, so talk, talk that talk okay, on so, that now. Okay, so we, we, get five, we get five store in, and I get, I get fatigued, and I start realizing like, yo, so this is after the, the uh, Raleigh location. Yes, yeah, this is after the Raleigh okay, location. Okay. We got two in Pittsburgh, three in North Carolina now. I own my cities. Okay. Right? You so, heard it. He, so he now, owns his city. That's a quotable one talk. Yeah, talk. I yeah. own my cities. <laughs> yeah, so no, I, I wanted to come in and make sure that I was holding down and representing where I was from, Pittsburgh, PA. And I wanted to come in and represent where I was at, North Carolina. And then at that point, I wanted to start representing how I felt. And how I felt and how I've always felt was I've always been a luxury sneaker guy and apparel guy. So for me, 
doing Ama Minier was natural. So I think I think Ama Minier has kind of garnered a lot of attention because it is luxury, and it and it is also um it's also street, but that's the most that's the purest look into my personality. Right. That that, that you feel as though that 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 store engulfs who James Whitner is as a person. Man, I put my heart, soul, and being into it. So I mean, it, it's a fancy name, like how you said you love that luxury. You know what I mean? So what what, what language and then what what does it translate into English as well, though, for I'm the people mean, that don't I'm know? I'm yeah, me. I'm a mean, yeah means my way in French mm. and, and that's exactly what it is it, it, that's, it's self-explanatory uh, always know Jay's one of my favorite artists and one of my favorite songs is uh, uh, my way when he re- when he remixed Frank Sinatra's my way mm-hmm. so it's like me vibing out like when you get into um, if you listen to uh, Jay's freestyle and funk master flex shout out to my man uh, fat boy Frank Cooker um, when we get upset at the corporate world, we go that you you, you go back to that uh, the corporate takeover, that that Jay freestyle, and and we zone in, and I'm with him, and he's at the time he came over from from Wish and then went back, and that and that got us really close. So at the time, me and Cooker zoning it, and Cooker's really a street guy, and he's really into street fashion and highly, highly, highly respected, and I got a lot of my relationships through Cooker because at the time he was at Wish and. A lot of dudes respected him, so because of it, like, sometimes I think dudes look at me like, oh, I'm 6'4", 250, like, I'm I'm a physically intimidating. Right, yeah, So no. I think because of that, it intimidates some people, mm-hmm. right? But I think Cooker kind of made some introductions to people to show them that I wasn't as maybe intimidating as, intimidating yeah, as I look. And they knew where you come from, the background, and then yeah. the size, looking at, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot for yeah, them to take it, in. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah I, could, I could be, and I'm boisterous, mm-hmm. so when I speak sometimes, it's a lot. But um, I decided, I never forget, Kenny Moore told me, I was, I was bitching to him about respect, and he told me, if you want respect, take a bigger market. Because I had taken so many small markets, and then respect yourself that to, to that to that uh, to that level as well, though, man. Because I mean, because because I always feel like if anybody is ever and and, and how you said you you worded it bitching about respect, you yeah. know um, uh, uh, how you worded it again. I'm I'm a, uh, adding a dig, uh, addendum and piggyback off that. You know when people are bitching about respect, it's because they need to go bigger. Absolutely. Because the people that 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 you've been catering to for so long aren't appreciated enough. Absolutely. They appreciate it to what they can do but then you got to elevate it but it, the thing you got to keep for me i always look at myself and i praise my every day even to this day now i measure myself and i look at my capacity and i look at how i can push myself and how i can push myself to do more and every day i measure my capacity and look at the things i can do better mm. because ultimately i'm responsible for me and without me the things that are the things that i'm responsible for can't be better mm. my family kids businesses included talk that talk so for me I have to look at me and figure out what I need to do to make us all better. So, in bitching about respect, like the next obvious, the the, the capital, the capital city of the South is Atlanta. 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 So it used for, to be the uh, uh, Florida, but now yeah, it's Atlanta. The, yeah. So the capital for the culture, the capital city of the South is Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So for me, I felt like um, it was obvious, right? And I knew I couldn't go in with social status, so that's when I took a brainstorm and I came up with I came up with Amaminyeh, 
and fuck, the rest is history. Like, so, you, you know, uh, you, I, again, I can't let you skip over it because I mean, if you if you saying that, uh, and and I know that, I, I hopefully I uh, pronounced this correct. You said Ama Menier. It's it's Ama Menier. Ama Menier. Ama Menier. Ama Menier. Yes. Okay, so you we, we, we're into that. I mean, you 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 said it, it's in French, my way, correct? Mm-hmm. So you know, what what like how you said you 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 uh you said you put everything into this. I wanted a Google word. Google okay. meant nothing. Google meant nothing before nothing. And and, and even shout out to Matt Fan. I feel what you're Matt saying. Matt Fan at the time was um over the cool shit at Nike, and we used to spend a lot of time talking about obscure things and perspectives and and what drives the market and why. So I wanted a Google word. I wanted something that I wanted something that um that I could create and bring and build meaning into. I didn't want to I didn't want to have a name that had meaning. I wanted to build value and, and brand the name and I wanted the experience to be thought about when you said the name. Right. I mean it it, it, it just the 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 fact that it's not English makes people gonna Google it anyway. Absolutely. And then the, the then the fact that it's not the, the the typical Spanish or anything like that. It's Absolutely. French with it. It's it's the language of love with it. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So Absolutely. this passion behind the actual name in general. So I mean, you you put all that thought for people to Google. It. I Absolutely. mean, you you literally did that. You 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 want you want something that I wanted something that, like I said, I wanted people to think. I wanted to challenge. I wanted to come into the Atlanta market and completely shake it and challenge, wanted to challenge why people were doing what they were doing and how. And then you think at a time where that's 2013 and I have to, right? Because I don't like to lose to anyone at any time. So I needed to, at this point I had, I had five very successful stores and I wanted to make sure that um, I didn't sink the ship, right? So, we once again, back to 717 Grind, you put the time in on the design and you put the time in on the logo, you put the time in on all the pieces of it, and I go to Paris and I've been spending time in Paris for the last uh, probably four or five seasons and creating relationships and spending time in London. Shout out to my man Reese in London. Shout out to the boys from Blood Brothers in London. Like, I'm spending time in London and spending time in Europe and now I'm spending spending time in uh, Japan uh, with Kida from Bape. Shout out to Kida from Bape. These are all people that were so critical to my to my grind at the time when Amaminye was happening because at that point, street culture was turning into luxury. That's when, that's the first season Off-White was about to drop. First season of all these new uh, HBA, Hood by Air was just launching. Um, all these things, Hood Ben Trail was launching for the first time. Shout out to uh, uh, Ben, uh, all the all the kids from Alix who who are now elevating. Like everybody starts somewhere and, and they elevate and and do better things, or, or or do or do new things. I shouldn't say better, but at the time, it was clear that I wasn't the, the only person feeling that way. There were all these other adjacent things happening at the same time. And, and thank God, like what I was doing, it aligned perfectly, and people and people felt my vibes, and they under and they understood what I wanted to do and why, and they believed in it. And man, next thing you know, you got the store, and then and, and you it, it, boom, it's in, in, in golf and you. So, yeah. was that the last store that you've opened? 
Oh no, goodness okay, gracious. Okay, well let, let, let's let's get let's move past, you know, what's what's been in, in golf and you I appreciate that. You know, uh, uh Jay said he only messing with the white wine tonight, so <laughs> that's what we sipping on right now. Y'all know I usually do that brown and particularly that do say shout out to uh, uh, the big homie Emory. Uh, shout out to uh, look, look, I've been listen. look, I've been campaigning. Look, matter of fact, speaking of Emory, I'ma yeah. talk I'ma talk up how this actually happened here. So, you know, um, uh, for the people that don't know, and you definitely should know who uh, Big Homie Emory Jones yeah, is. Yeah, at Vegas Jones. Yeah, at Vegas Jones yeah. on all the social media. Yeah. Uh, he probably don't tweet no nothing like that because yeah. he old school with it. Yes. You know what I mean? He 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 just started doing interviews not too long ago. Yeah, absolutely, for real. absolutely. So um, uh, again, back to how this actually happened here. This talk that talk with again my big homie Jay. You know, uh, so I'm, I'm, I see an event with the uh, the, the Rock 90, what was Rock 99? Yeah, no, uh, Rock 96. 96, I'm sorry, yes, Rock 96. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Okay, the Moscato talking a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. You know, so Rock 96 pops up. And I see the big homie Emory Jones is going to make a pop-up at the, the, the Charlotte location for social status. Yes, sir. And and, go ahead, I'm sorry. And, and the funny part about it is, like, Man, Emery's big bro. Like, it's funny. It's it, and Biggs is big bro, and Hutch like Hutch is big bro, and and it's it's so many people. And if I'm and, and if I'm forgetting anybody, like, no disrespect to anybody who I didn't mention yet to help me in my journey. But it's funny um, because, like I said, we've known each other for so many years. But I don't. As as the business was growing, I've been less present in the retail store because I'm now we got offices and. Moving yeah, you, around, I'm opening, yeah, you, I'm you, opening you, doors. You, business, you yeah. got people to be in, in, in them stores now. <laughs> you don't got to be modest on Talk That Talk. You ain't got to be modest, big homie. Yeah, yeah. So, so, big bro, we never, for us it's always organic. Never, ever, 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 ever fucking plastic. And since he came home, we never forced the opportunity to do business together. But he... I talked to him every night. So Biggs came home, and uh, and I was gonna ask about this. I was gonna. Ask oh man, this. shout yeah. out to fucking Biggs. Yeah, He's an amazing human this. being, yo. This, 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 how you you added the addendum onto the convo. So yeah. this, this is exactly what we talked about when when this was happening. Yes. That conversation when you and Big had first met. But this is what makes. But this is what makes Emery so fucking good, right? Because he, he is good. Yes. He is good. Yeah. Because you gotta know him to understand him. He's glue, and if you've been around, if you've been around the streets, and if you've been around the business world, you understand what glue is. Emery is fucking glue. So he ties the scenes, and he makes things. He just makes. He connects dots and makes things happen. And he gives the best fucking introduction. I've never had. He makes me feel so special when he introduces me to somebody else. But I, I, ne I don't think I'm that good. When, man, but no, I, I feel that look that same day. <laughs> it was so funny to me. I'm a look. I'm, I'm, I'm a, uh, again. I'm gonna I'm tell you exactly how I felt, man. Cause I mean, I, I, I literally salute you. And then Emery from the same hood I'm from. I, I didn't have. I didn't heard stories about Emery's all my life. Like literally, like him, yeah. and, him and my uncle Big Ty, Free Big Ty. Yeah. Um. They. I, I literally heard stories about them folklores. And, really. And about now listen. All and Emery life, just posted a picture to Big Ty. Never met him, but Free the boy. Never met him. He just posted a picture on his IG last week. Funny enough. Wow. Funny enough. And like you said, like I didn't know you and Emery was from the same hood until yep. it, it, it all comes full circle, right? Yes. And I didn't even know this was your platform. So obviously at that point is when we said, and you know, I'm not a big interview guy either. Yeah, but, at all. At all. But for you, 
we gonna talk as long as we need to talk. Uh, and I appreciate it. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. Look, I can't thank you enough. For real, I really can't. Man, no, no. Listen, man, you know where we come from. So for that, nothing, nothing is more important than that grind. But back to back to Big Bro, Emery's clever ass. And I don't know at the time if you thought about it, but I was in New York for the weekend. And we was in the office, and I ain't spent time with him. And he sent me a text. And this is what I love about him, because in those times where you most stress, you get that love you, bro text. Three words. Love you, bro. And it makes you look at the phone and, man, what up, bro? You're like, man, when you coming to see me? And I think, I'm like, I'm going to be in the city tomorrow. I'm going to be in your office. So we get up there, and we sit, and we talk. And he walked me around the office because I ain't been in New York. A, this is in a, this is in a rock office in New York. And he walked me around the office and we talking and we built in. And he introduced me like like he does. You know what I'm saying, man? He introduced me to everybody in the office and he tells me, um, "Come over to the house tomorrow, so we can finish talking." So I'm like, "Word." The next day, I get over to the house. Within 15 minutes of being at the house. He calls Biggs over. <laughs> he grabs a bottle. He cooking. He, he cooking. grabs a bottle, sits the bottle on the table. His girl pours us all a drink, and we start talking. And Emery sets up the talk and says to me, and says to me, tell me how you feel. And he sets me up. Emery set me up. He said, tell me how you feel about the Reasonable Doubt pop-up. Like, this is Jay. This is Reasonable Doubt. All right, this is the, this is the ground. This Come is the foundation. On, That's the theme. That man is the theme song. His Jay's music is the theme song to my life, right? Like, so you ask what Reasonable Doubt means to the culture? Come on, man. I don't think that should be a question. <laughs> I, think, I think he was reassuring himself when he asked No, he wasn't reassuring himself. He was setting bigs up. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, I see. He but was setting Emory. bigs up. If you don't know Emory, you don't understand that. So. Yes. So I think Emory knew what he wanted to do before the conversation happened. So the, the pop-up shots that happened was Emory, Biggs, and once again, shout out to the big homie Hutch because Hutch ends up working, Hutch Hutch owns a sales agency, and Hutch ends up bringing all the retailers together to make it happen. But yeah, yo, that was that was all, the reasonable doubt pop-up shit was all Emory and Biggs and, and them dudes sitting in, and just that, that all came from a question of like, what does that mean for Man, fuck. And yeah, yeah, you don't Emory, even finish the question. Emory know what the fuck it, man. Yo, right, it, was, it, right. was, it, it was a leading question. Mm -hmm, it's he a like, setup for he knew what I he he knew my response before I said it. He set me up. But once again, that's why I love him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and you know, again back to how this had happened, you know, because we added a whole bunch of addendums on that. You know, the yeah. lingo is eclectic, you know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, uh I'm, I'm, I pull up to the, you know, like I said, I heard about the pop-up shop. I seen the big homie was going to be there. You know, he mean a lot to me. Actually, uh, a funny story, like, again, adding the denims on it. You know, he uh, when Jay had came to Charlotte the, uh, the last time he was here, he gave me backstage tickets to it. I hit my uh, my cousin up, who's Big Ty's son, Scooter. Shout out to my cousin, Scooter. You know, um, I hit him, him up. I'm like, look, I, I got, I bought tickets to it already. I'm far up there. You know, it's, it's me and my shorty. You know, Jay-Z, your favorite rapper. So I pulled some strings. Emory, Emory pulled his strings and he gave me the tickets to it. And it was, that was the first time him seeing me since I was a baby. 
yeah. you know, because he, he did his 12 years and shit like yeah. that, you know what I mean? So that was literally his first time seeing me since I was a kid. And he, he that's what he said. He said, man, I ain't seen since he was Yehi. And to see me as a man at that time, like, it was, man, I know it was listen, surreal for him, once too. Once again, Big Bro is an amazing fucking human being. Yeah. yeah. Keeps me, keeps me, keeps me keeps me boxed at times when I want to act how I'm not supposed to act. <laughs> I, I know what that means. I, I get beside myself sometimes too. <laughs> he, he's the one who tells me that I'm not supposed to act that way no more, man. He keeps all, he helps me in, in them moments where the corporate world gets the best of me. He's the one that makes me realize like we supposed to show up. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, shout out to him and if you can't shout out, shout out to the boy Upscale Vandal, shout out to Mike for uh, getting Emery going on Insta social media because that's become the platform to let the world see Emery who, who he is, man, mm -hmm. and everything that he that got going on right now. word of is important for a lot of oh, people. Oh, man. It's yeah. important for a lot of yeah, people, man. man. And everything that he is. And, and, and Vando is who, who pushed Emery to... If you know us and where we from, we just don't do those kind of social media platforms. It's don't just, even take pictures. Yeah, it's completely this, this is new for me. Absolutely. Uh, look, oh, look I, I did the podcast, because, and it was so crazy. I did the podcast knowing that I shouldn't. Well, just coming from our culture, you don't really talk about certain things. Yeah, certain You know, and, and, things, and I just say, you know what? But I, I'm Things tired that are of people, understood don't need to be spoken about. Right. And, and, and I was just tired of people that wasn't from the culture talking about the culture. Mm. You don't need to do that. I'm from it, so I'm, don't I, I got get all of started on fucking culture vultures and then I that's another do it. podcast you know what I mean I, 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 could, I was tired of that yes. happening and, yes. and shout out to Tack Stones he, he he really inspired me to do it because he was a regular Joe just like me and was from the culture in the, in the New York scene you know um, and he got put on with it you know the Duce boys and you know all, just just a success hold in on, general hold on, and let's take a second to, let's, let's, let's take a second to really understand what Rock Nation is doing yeah, they, for just they, our culture in general yo they, they, they uh, 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 Robin Hood right now for real Man, listen. I call him Robin Hood the company of Robin Hood listen everything everything that Emery Jay and I'm speaking about some people that I don't even have relationships with my relationships is Emery my relationships is Emery and Biggs and more Emery but everything that Rock Nation is doing for our culture right now and, and pulling pull, pull, pulling people up and pulling people in and showing them the right way and not necessarily looking out they're looking out for the best interest of the culture and I think, like, people don't understand, like, like, it's always been fuck us and take what we got. Rock Nation is making the coat, making everybody pay us for us. Yeah, and they don't get it. We've been, a lot of people don't understand it right now, Jay. Man, the, cultures, the culture it. has been vultured by for fucking years. Forever. Listen, when I talk about this culture, it's a culture that I bled for. It's a culture that I went to jail for. It's a culture that I, I my yeah, I friends are yeah, dead. This is different. It's different for us. It's completely different for us. So, so to see to see those dudes and to hear to see Emery work in those rooms and hear and see what they stand for, man, man, it's incredible, man. Yeah, Emery just yeah. em, Emery from Cambridge, Maryland. He just did a deal with Puma. Got his face in the shoe, man. Yeah, no, listen, man. Like he he from a city where the population is no more than twenty thousand. And listen, the sad it, part about crazy, it is, man. it's just it, this is just the beginning because. What he's doing is so much bigger than him because when the dudes that come from where we come from understand that there's something else that we can do out here besides what we used to do, 
Uh, it's gonna get dangerous out here, That's man. That's why I'm talking that talk. It's gonna get dangerous That's out exactly here, man. It's I'm a lot of dudes, right? I'm going ten toes down with it. It's a lot of dudes doing 120 months and 160 months and 240 months, and when they break the walls and they get out here and see the opportunities out here and what they can really do when mm -hmm. they put their nails to the knuckles yep. and put their knuckles to the cement and see what happened, man. They can exercise their hustle. They can exercise their hustle. It's a new hustle out here, mm -hmm. man. It's mm -hmm. a new hustle, and and when good dudes under start understanding it and start crossing the bridge and start to do something positive, and Emory's the gateway to that positive. Yeah, he definitely is, definitely is. I mean, yeah. again, uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm go ahead and finish the story. So I, we, we walk up the flare, uh, I'm walking up the, again, social status at this time, sorry about that. You know, and it, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up at the same time Emory and Jay pulling up. It's, it's so, it, it ain't no such thing as coincidences in my world. So, you know, I, I pull up, it's me, my homie, uh, Moolah, uh, well, actually, if Moolah wasn't even with me, I'm sorry. It was me, my brother, actually, Chef, and, and my uh, cousin, Artie. So we pull up to social status, and Emery and uh, Jay walking up at the same time. I speak to Jay Emery on the phone, so, I, you know, it, it all, it's all respect. So I ain't, I just dapped him up. That was it. So we get inside, you know, and we, we at the pop-up shop, and, and I come to Emery. I say, you remember me? At the time, see, well, for the people that don't know, at the time when I had initially met Emery after I was a damn baby, I, I had a fresh cut. Now I got a, I'm a year and some months in with dreads. Yeah. You know, and I got facial hair, all of that now. I, yeah. I, I understand why he didn't recognize me. Yeah. So when I explained just a little bit, he just grabbed me, hugged me, said, Jay, you know, these boys from my hood. Yeah. And, and to see Emery Jones do that for, for, for the love he had for me, man, and then for you to say, well, look, well, look, Emery. These boys been here since the beginning. Yes. I, I, I can't tell you how much that meant to me, man. And that and, and that's what got me here. That's what got this talk, that talk session with why I'm here. And I, I, I like I said, I can't tell you how many. I can't thank you enough, man. I really can't. Man, listen, I really can't. no thanks necessary, man. Certain things need to be done. And certain things, certain things make sense. Like, it made sense. This makes sense. I don't do this. But for you, like I said, um... But to, to wrap it all up, after Man Year, came APB and Prosper, and APB, with APB, after All Man Year, one thing I realized is the power of branding, because it worked, right? Like, in, in, in coming where we come from, like, yo, everything is, everything is, you gotta make sure it works, right? Because, like, yo, like, ain't no, there's no, there's no corporation behind me, there's no, like, yo, behind me is me. And behind that is the corner I came from. You know what I'm saying? So for me, this is all I got. Like, this is this is my everything. I put my, work. I put my all out here mm -hmm. every day, every bit of it, right? So I started realizing the power of culture in smaller markets and realized that there was opportunity with smaller markets because after I sat back and looked, I kept saying, like, damn, I got social status popping. But motherfuckers ain't giving it the props that it should get. And I realized it's because it was smaller markets. So I created APB to go into smaller markets to service places like Columbia, South Carolina, Jacksonville, Florida, Tallahassee. Uh, we're going to do something in Detroit eventually. We're going to do something in, uh, we're going to go down in Alabama. What about the store you just opened up with uh, Michael Jordan's son in Orlando? Oh, that's that's a completely different. That's that's, diff that's, that's outside of what you're doing? You no, know, so that's Marcus's store. Only thing, the, 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 once again, shout out to Kerry Connor. Kerry Connor and Keith Petty, shout out to Keith and Tanya Jones. They came to me and asked me um, if I could if I could mentor Marcus. 
And at the time, you thinking like, fuck, this dude's dad is a billionaire. He don't need no mentor. <laughs> Right, right. Right? Like, man, they got... What more can I teach him? Yeah, what can I teach him? You know what I'm saying? But I met him, and it, it, but the biggest thing was, for me, it felt good to understand that they respect my body of work and what... It, and that, that made me understand what I do means something to the world. So in working with Marcus, it was, it was the first time where I got a chance to really step in and, and step into a world of like, yo... That boy got different fucking pressures than us. His man is the his dad is the greatest man to ever touch a fucking basketball. Yeah, his pressures is yeah. me, picture the peer pressure that you have on that man. I, I spoke to this man's dad, I spoke to MJ a couple times through the project and the intensity and the level of man, he's all win all the time. He don't know loss. I can't imagine ever playing basketball with that man. He don't. It, it, I can't imagine him losing. Right. Like, man, listen, just certain people, the aura and the way they move. Like, it's it's like certain people. I've never I've never had a real conversation with Jay. I've been in the office and seen him around a bunch of times. But you see how certain people move and the level of confidence that they move. Like MJ was that. So for me, a trophy room was an exercise. It was. Okay, check. If if they've trusted me with him and MJ's entrusted me to work within his legacy to help build something that's an extension of his legacy through his son, let's get it. Yeah, yeah let's not? get it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And like, yo, I'm not taking nothing away from Marcus because he done the work. I was just there to be the voice in his ear to make sure the work was right. Like he he was the person who needed to do the work. I was just helping him proofread and check the work and telling him like, yo, based on what I've seen in my X amount of time, this makes sense and that makes sense. But what you're saying works. But if you want to do that, let's do X or let's do Y. Like, like, listen, I've done a lot to help move along the process. But Trophy Room is Marcus as shit and he deserves everything, all the, all the credit the Trophy Room is getting and everything that he's getting. I'm never one. I'm never one to take credit. Listen, I put a lot of work in behind Marcus. But trophy room is Marcus. Right. I just helped. I just helped the ship sail. If I that mean, makes sense. I mean, I mean, it makes perfect sense because you're the type of person where you're not going to help nobody that ain't helping themselves first. Absolutely. So I mean, like how you said, you 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 know that you was there. You 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 was the hand behind his back to make sure if he fell, you was going you was going to be yeah, that security. Absolutely. Desk. But the young boy know how he, to. He already walked. For you. Listen, I work, mm -hmm. and the young boy never backed down, and I never we never had to have a conversation about work. Young boy work. Me and him grinded a year and a half to get that store going. And, and I work. If you know me, I work. Oh yeah. The young boy works. Marcus puts the work in. He put the work in. Like so, you know, whatever whatever people might hear or understand about rich kids, children, and whatever he got or wherever he came from, yo, for trophy room, he put the work in. That's what's up. That's yeah, what's absolutely. Up. So, you know, we didn't we didn't talk that talk about a good amount of things. We had a live event right now. Um, so you, a lot of people they might be mad at the background noise, but so what? Because I'm, I'm 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 here with somebody that you need to hear this convo. You need to be motivated right now. Man, you know what I mean. You, you need you, you. again. You thank need you, to be bro. motivated. Yeah. If, if you didn't listen to this our podcast right now, you ain't motivated. Log off. Log off. You don't, I, I, find it somewhere else. Find your passion somewhere else. Because this man come from the bottom. Come from the man. bottom. And, and 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 at this point in time, I mean, now we sitting at his store. Not, not not nothing that he he's renting from somebody. This his shit. Come on, man. I mean, this, 
he, 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 this, what, 18 stores going to be done by 2017, Man, right? we'll be done in June. And d done in June, 18 and, and stores, we man. we done. I'm coming back up for another 12. I'm uh, getting to 30 and uh, 20. Man, they got to expire me, man. You got to listen. As long as people have confidence in my ability to work, and man, I'm blessed to have the ability to work. As long as I'm having, as long as I'm blessed to have the ability to work, I'm going to work. It's the only thing I know how to do. Like, I love the culture, and I love everything that the culture provided me. And, man, listen, you know where I'd be if I wasn't here, so I'm blessed to be here. And as long as I'm here, I'm going to work, man. So, man, shout out to you, and thank you for coming and taking the time. I appreciate and, you, man. Man, I listen, you. we got to do it again. Of, of course we will. Of course yeah. we will. Look, if you're saying it, of course we will, man. Yes, man. Look, I, I, of course I'm thinking that, you know. <laughs> but you, you, you saying it, of course we will. Man, listen. I, 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 I appreciate it. I mean, is there any, anything more that you need to say, any game you need to give out? Because, I mean, look, if they ain't had, again, if they haven't been motivated, if man. they ain't had their notepad and their pen out right now, man, listen, I don't know what they've been doing. If you broke, you ain't got shit, and you in the projects, and you know what I'm saying if your mom is addicted to something, and your, and your parents is addicted to something, and you ain't got nobody, and you have nothing to lean on, don't quit. If, if you think there's nothing, and you think nobody loves you, and you think there's nothing, don't quit. Man, listen, I'm a product of not quitting. So the only thing I can say to the world is, man, never, ever, ever fucking quit. That's it. Y'all heard it first from the man yeah. himself. From the uh, look, not from the horse's mouth, but from the goat's mouth on that one. You know what I mean? For, again, from the goat's mouth, and, and, and this on this fashion thing. You know, uh, definitely shop at Social Status in Charlotte. If you in Pittsburgh, that's two locations for you. If you in Greensboro, definitely be on that. Raleigh for sure, for sure. Check out Trophy Room if you in Orlando. And uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna do my we, best. The um, yeah. I'm a man, yeah. Uh, I'm a man, yeah. It's Atlanta coming to D.C. this summer. Mm. Coming to Houston this to the summer. Capital, to the Houston. Social status, uh, Houston, top of April. Mm. Social status, Atlanta, top of April. APB, uh, Tallahassee. Uh, social status, Tampa. Social status, ooh, coming to Charlotte again soon. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, okay. We're going to do it. We're going to look. We're going to double back. We're going to rewrite. Yeah, I, 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 think, I, think, I think at the end of the year, it's going to be time that we, we, we can do it again, man. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time, man. And I, man, listen, pleasure. thank you and congratulations, man. And don't stop working. No, I won't. I won't. Yeah. I won't. I, I appreciate yeah. you. I appreciate you for sure, for sure. And look, it's Flashe Ray. You know my name. You know my gang. And I'm out. I appreciate y'all for tuning in once again. Make sure you go follow the Talk That Talk podcast social media pages, the Twitter and Instagram at TLK underscore THAT underscore TLK. For the latest updates, go ahead and log on to TTTmedia.co because we a company. And shout out to my royal company, James Whitner, owner of the Whitaker Group. 
their social status, cultural fashion boutique, and high-end luxury on my manier in Atlanta and dropping in on the social status Charlotte location that's 1519 Central Avenue. And if you're in the surrounding areas such as Greensboro and Raleigh and also in the Pittsburgh locations, that's two of them. That's downtown in the Cultural District and at the East Liberty locations. Go ahead and get all the um, high-end streetwear fashion. And again, in Atlanta, the Amamaniere, that's with the luxury on that one. You know, and I appreciate the big homie, James, for, uh, well, I call him Jay. I appreciate Jay for sitting down, you know, sitting down with me because it's an honor, man. This is what I do, talk that talk for moments like this. And you know, you know, um, I, I really... I, I, as you heard on the podcast, I couldn't thank them enough. So with that being said, keep tuning in. Uh, go ahead and follow them social medias. Go ahead and log on to tttmedia.co. And you know my name. You know my gang. It's Flashe Ray. And I'm out.